Attention, please be advised. The following episode contains spoilers. Don't say we didn't warn you. Oh boy, thicker than a Snickers. I'm just okay. saying. Anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> what does that even mean? So. Nerd on. Let's do it. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need, but you deserve. Hey! And Tom's making fart levels. noises over the intros. Good. <laughs> Enjoy. Well, all levels of nerd are welcome. Yeah. Even if you make fart noises. Yeah. yeah. Over the important bits, like yeah. the intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, today, we realize our destiny and discuss Anung Unrama's last foray into the BPRD, no matter how low, low, the Rotten Tomato score is. Mm-hmm. I am talking about Hellboy 2019. Yes, that is our subject the for reboot. this yes. this episode. But before that, let's introduce the hosts. I am Tom, Ali. I'm Caitlin. I'm Corey, and I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by our patrons over at Patreon. Patreon. Our patrons allow us to continue to grow, like we are now. New camera, new microphones, all sorts of good stuff. And if you are new to Patreon, it is essentially a membership service that you can support your favorite curators for as low as a dollar a month. And creators, too. Curators and creators. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Curated creators. Yes. And you get stuff like bonus episodes, Discord community, all that good stuff. But check it out. Nerdon.io backslash Patreon. Yeah. Mm. Um, with that, now that the housekeeping's done, mm-hmm. that brings us to our first segment of the show. Since this is a completed film, it's something we can rate. That mm-hmm. means we get to guess yes. that grumpy. He's got horns and takes Anyway, at the end of this episode, we will rate Hellboy on a scale of one to five. One being the lowest, five being the highest. Whoever amongst us is the lowest in the group is the grump of the week. Uh, you can play along at home. Send us in your ratings, what you thought, who you thought was yes. going to be the grump of the week. But to get it started, since I have to explain it, I'll go first. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be Ali. Okay. Can yeah. You? No offense. I think that, it's going to be Corey. <laughs> oh, okay. I too think it shall be Corey. All right, that's two. Ooh. Ali. Ali, Ali, Oxenfree. Ali, Ali, Demon Boyfree. Should I? I'm going to go Josh. Josh. Wow. wow. Okay. All and right. Tom. All right. I think it's going to be Ali. Okay. Okay. So that's okay. two on Ali, one on Corey, one on Josh. Interesting. Nope. I did that wrong. Two on Corey, one on Josh. There we go. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. All right. Two on Ali, two on Corey, one, one on Josh. On Josh. Yeah. So that's exactly it. Let's spoil that. <laughs> right into <laughs> that's out of the way. our initial reaction. I mean, one thing spoilers on this movie. Yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah, so, of course. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. spoilers. Uh, yes. If you haven't seen this movie yet, pause it. And Go wait out. for it to be rented. No, I'm just kidding. No, Go see but, it. Uh, Go see it. Spoilers back, for Guess play. That Grump. And also, uh, first impressions for those who are across the pond. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll go first uh, with Hellboy. Specifically, I, I really got into the Hellboy genre, Dark Horse specifically, uh, because of the Guillermo del Toro films. And I fell in love with it. Um, I, I couldn't wait to watch the next one. I Specifically, when I was a child, you know when you get invited to like your parents' friends' parties and you yeah. just don't know anybody? They put me in a room and then they had this. The Hellboy's director's cut. Yeah. And I watched the movie and then I was like, well, they're still partying. I have nothing to do. So I watched all the extra features. Nice. Wow. And that was how I spent one of my like nights I will never forget. Yeah. And nice. I started watching like the animated films and I bought this comic book that uh, Corey has on the table. 
for us uh, that um, because David Barry, who is shout out from Capus Crusaders, check out their shout podcast. Out. Shout out. Uh, is super into Hellboy and is telling me a lot about it. So going into this new film, you know, like hearing how, you know, Ron Perlman and, and Guillermo del Toro and the gang is not going to be part of it. Mm-hmm. And how Mike Mignola was really going to be a part of the production of this. I was like, okay, let's see how this works. Because, you know, it's really exciting to hear how the comic book creators are more involved in the process nowadays. You know, look at Rowling and the Wizarding World, right? Yeah. Um, and going into it, I was kind of like, okay, this is a lot more punchy. It's a lot more frenetic. It's going for a completely different vibe. It's a little darker. Yeah. It's not the same. So leaving the, the film, I was walking away with the idea or feeling of like kick-ass as well as like Kingsman. Anything that's... Uh, uh, Mark kind of Millar, punchy. Mark Millar, yeah. Matthew Vaughn directed. Yeah, um, feel. they were not messing around. Yeah, no. uh, I know when the, fir- the the pictures for David Harbour came out, everyone's like super excited, and I was too because I really like him. And also, shout out, he's a motherfucking Sigma Phi Epsilon fraternity alum. Oh, shout dang. out to my fraternity. Wow. And so David like, Harbour is brother Harbour. Yeah, brother Harbour. Brother David. Yeah. So I was like, I gotta support my boy. Uh, even though he had like these really weird frosted tips. Oh, anyways, uh, just we just, all did at one yes. point. No, um, well, I guess I do now. So. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So I I left walking away. I was like, it's a it's a fast paced film, and uh, I really wish I would have seen more. There's a lot of great elements that I liked in the film, but ultimately I think that due to a lot of production stuff as well as writing and editing, it uh, yields the score that it has. But I just don't believe that anything should go lower than like Twilight. And yeah. I think that's really kind of weird that it is. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, well, congratulations. You have a lower run tomato score than Batman vs. Superman. That's kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it should. So, I don't. I, yeah. I, I'll it's go a lower I'll, score than Justice League, even. No, Justice League is higher than BBS. Really? Justice that's League was dumb. Justice League was. That's dumb. Was Sorry. critically wow. seen better than BBS. That's a mistake. Go ahead. My goodness. Um, okay. There's I'll go. There's going to be some strong opinions today, I feel. Yeah. Like. I. Uh, I'm I'm actually I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I'm incredibly nervous for this episode. Why? Um I didn't hate it as much as the internet is. Yeah. And how I can feel in this room that there's some hate towards this movie. Um No hate from me, actually. So I'm really nervous because I'm going to say something that's different. Cause even one of our patrons, like the day it came out, said something that was pretty negative towards this movie. And I gotta say, uh, I walked out of it and going, Wow, I actually kind of liked it. There were aspects of it that I didn't appreciate, and we'll go into that later. Um, Part of they're burning children alive, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was when this was because I love Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Anything that man touches, I'm okay I with. I don't think there's a lot of people that don't like it. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I also just as a person, yeah. he's the sweetest yeah. He's, person. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I hold Hellboy the his versions at a at a pretty sacred place in my heart for. I mean, we watched it again just to watch it before this movie, too. Not as like a, oh, which one's better, but just as like a comparison. Yeah. And they're factors, it, not they're different. Not not a not a litmus. Yeah. Them. And so for me going into this, it was the expectations that I had to be like, OK, I know that Guillermo del Toro wanted another one. I get that. Ron I was Perlman. very. Yeah. Yeah. Ron Perlman really wanted it. I was there was very, some uh, unfortunate behind the scenes stuff that went. Yeah, down. yeah. Um, I was very happy to hear that Mike Mignola was going to be a part of it because, again, Del Toro did not create Hellboy, oh. um, and so there's a part of me that goes, uh, so I can't really hold those in place. I see it as a run. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a run of Hellboy, and yeah. so I was like, damn. I walked away. There were some parts where I was like, I really like that. I really didn't like that, or mm-hmm. something like that. But I was For sure. I thought that I was not going to. I really did. I, unfortunately, I thought that I was not going to like it, but I walked away 
Everybody Surprise. knows how I have the smallest bladder known to man. Jesus, mm-hmm. I know. It's I worst. did not go go during this it? movie. Yeah, proud of you. Because I was like, I wanted to see what, what was going to happen next. Yeah, because yeah. So I would almost say this is kind of like seeing Nolan wanting to do a fourth Batman movie, and yeah. then all of a sudden Frank Miller is like, I'm going to do it, and then it's just different than Nolan's film. Yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah. it's different. It's, and the thing is, like, it's from Mike Mignola. Yeah, and so it's kind of like, do I not like the creator? It's like, yeah. no, this is his creation. Uh, anyone else? Um, yeah, sure. I I went in uh, with with a high expectation actually. Uh, the trailers didn't sell me on it completely, but there was an R-rated Red Band trailer that came out about two weeks prior that I was like, this could be a lot of fun. This looks hmm. like a fun ride. Um, prior to the movie's release. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah, weird. Yeah. I didn't see it. Uh, I'll send it to you. Just way, it's, it's, just way more blood. Yeah, yeah. it just shows oh. a lot of the R-rating stuff. Yeah. Um, but I uh, I'm a huge fan uh, uh, like like Tom of the Del Toro movies. Ape Sapiens, my boy, all day. Shout out to Doug Jones. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's why he's not here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I I'm a big fan of David Harbour as well. I'm a huge fan of Stranger Things. Uh, mm-hmm. So him being cast, I I think was was great. Uh, he has a lot of charisma. Uh, Mila Jovovich stole the show for me. Like Lilu Lilu uh, First of all, I don't think she's aged <laughs> in twenty years. I know, right? No, no, she did literally make a deal with the devil. Oh yeah, okay, so perfect. That's, that's, that makes uh, a lot of sense. That's appropriate. I honestly think, for me, she was the most interesting part of the entire film. I would have loved to see a film Wouldn't just on the Blood Witch. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, I left with some with some baggage. I liked a lot of it. I think a lot of the a lot of people left saying it felt like a lot of vignettes, and I get that. I still see the storyline. A lot of the vignettes were really cool. Um, but I do wish they had focused a little more on the Arthurian side of things and maybe exploring yeah, that, that lore a little more. Um, but all in all, I mean, it was fun. Plus, Merlin was not chill. Merlin was not chill. <laughs> no. No, no, he chill. was not. No chill uh, at all. Kaylin Raleigh? Uh, yeah, I mean, I went in, I had zero, I, I really had no expectations. I I kind of disliked the trailer, like what mm-hmm. I saw from it. I didn't really, it, it, the, the trailer was the totally off. It, yeah, it was totally off. Um, but unfortunately to me, like, I didn't even know about the Rotten Tomato score going into it. I was like, I'm just going to go blind. in blind. Let's just see what, what happens. Um, and my, the way I felt about the trailer pretty much reflected with how mm-hmm. I felt about the movie, which I found the tone to be all over the place yeah. f- throughout the entire thing. Um, the, like I was taken out of the movie a few times the qualms, by, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, basically I didn't have, um, I, I, I didn't really enjoy my time. I will say real quick, just a slight thing with the Rotten Tomatoes thing. On Twitter, they had a fucking ad going on, and it's like shows like a counter of like the Rotten Tomatoes score, and went like up to ninety, then all the way down to fucking nine. I was like, this is not a nice. good like <laughs> nice. commercial. Measure. Like, why would you do this? No, Rotten Tomatoes did it. They yeah, didn't. and I'm like, why would you do this? Like, yeah. I don't know. That just irritated me. Dicks. I was like, why? Wait, 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 wait. They did a commercial. They did an like, ad, Facebook it was, ad. It was like a, like a video that literally shows like the flame. Dun 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 dun. Hellboy, and it's like the the, the, the number goes up to and it ninety, goes all and the way it down drops down to nine. nine. It's at fifteen percent. Which I'm just like, that's why would they? I don't know. Which I was what? like, that's ridiculous. It was mean. That like, doesn't how, sound. How did like this is how you tell people not to watch a movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's wow. like, I also agree with you that I don't think it deserves a fifteen percent rating. I no. think that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It, again, I've it's seen, lower than Twilight, which I'm just like, I've come seen on. way worse movies that have had way higher Rotten Tomatoes. I've yeah. watched the entire Twilight series. Yeah. But God, I would not say this is like worse than that. I tried and I fell asleep in the theaters. Yeah. But Kaylin, Kaylin, go on. <laughs> Your first impressions. Wow. Correspond, um, Kaylin. So I didn't really know what to expect based off of just the trailers alone. I, I figured they were going to be kind of gory, which I'm not about mm-hmm. a whole lot of gore. Mm-hmm. So and it was. It was pretty gory. Yeah. Um, 
But overall, I like the movie. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the easiest way to say it. Overall, I liked it, but there were some parts that felt kind of bumpy and clunky for me. Disjointed a little bit? Yeah, it, no. there there were a couple sections that just kind of took me out of it. Excuse me. But, I mean, not enough that I was like, bah, I don't bah. like this movie at all. I'm not going to pay attention or have any more fun because yeah. I it was ruined. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I stayed through the whole thing. I was in it the whole mm-hmm. way. I but still did you? Thought, did you stay till the post credit scene? Okay, See, all right. Uh, so there right. were, Tom, I messed Tom? up. I'm, get, no, don't, Josh, get out. Stop that, get out of there. I, I admit that I didn't see it either, and I don't feel like I made a mistake. Oh, Honestly, I, I the, like I the ending of the, the film was a better. Yeah. The, the post-credit is better there, than the mid-credit. I stayed for yeah, like, post-credit, yeah. I didn't yeah, see yeah. it was an extra thing, and then I guess I didn't stay for the extra extra. Right. So I'm one of those people who will sit in a movie theater and go post credit scenes in Google and it'll be like it has two and I'll go great I'm just gonna say like this after 10 years and you watch something that's a comic movie that you don't think it's gonna have it regardless if it's gonna have it or not it's kind of trained that you should watch it I do that too all the time Uh, and my brother and I have a running gag that like after the credits.com, like there should be a website that tells you there is there is is? there is a website it's literally postcreditscenes.com or something like that perfect yeah Wow. That's when I look up every time, like post credit scenes for Hellboy. And I was like, mm-hmm. it has two. I like, wish okay. I had thought nice. of that. But um, I didn't, and there was no service in the theater. So, uh, yeah. That would bring us to um, a little bit of a brief synopsis of the brief. lore and the production. Yeah. Uh, who would I do the brief synopsis? Is that me? I can do the brief synopsis. You're going to do a lot of the production, okay. right? Uh, y'all can help me out with this, too. You have, yeah, a, lot, yeah, you have yeah. a really good memory. So, uh, quick. So essentially, uh, it starts with us. At, I'm just going to start from the BPR, BPRD uh, where you meet Hellboy. He's or actually he's in Mexico looking in Tijuana looking for his friend. Mm-hmm. Turns out he's been turned into a vampire. There's a dope wrestling scene which I actually yeah. loved that scene. Then he gets drunk and they bring him back and his dad's like, "Hey, my friend at the Osiris Club need your help with this hunting giants." And he's like, "All right." So he goes there and he finds out that he's actually essentially the spawn of a demon and that his dad was actually sent to kill him originally. But then he was like, oh, "I'm going to take him in. I love him." Uh, so he goes out on this wild hunt with his dad's friends and they try to kill him because they're like, you're going to cause the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty nuts. Because your real dad is Satan. Uh, but then they get attacked by the giants that they were so uh, sure they could kill on their own. Uh, and then he has to fight all three giants and takes them out. And then he gets picked up by Emily is her name. She's a, she's another seer uh, who converses right. with the dead. And he had was... you find out he had saved her as a kid. And then you meet uh, Daniel Dame Kim's character who is named Daimyo. Daimyo. Uh, who's kind of a dick, uh, and uh, you're like, why is he such a dick? Why does he hate monsters? Anyway, they got to work together to stop this witch named Nimue, who was uh, a blood witch, who was the mother of demons, and she was put into a bunch of boxes and sent to like the six corners of the world. Mm. Uh, This pig guy has found most of the boxes and is on his way to find the last one at the Osiris Club, where uh, Hellboy goes back and finds everyone's dead. Wow, everyone killed all the people he hated, and he's kind of like, that's great. He recognizes the pig and he's like, I know you. <laughs> you tried to steal Emily when she was a little baby. I think it's Emily. Tom's like, Alice. 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 My bad. There you go. Uh, Alice, the, the seer, who's actually really dope. Probably one of my favorite characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the witch gets put back together. Uh, demonology ensues. <laughs> <laughs> Apocalyptic <laughs> she, events. She essentially uh, has, you find out that Hellboy is the uh, last son of, or not son, but last lineage of lineage King Arthur. Of, yeah. Uh, and Merlin actually gets him to get Excalibur, but then he sees this vision where he brings the, po- uh, uh, the apocalypse, essentially. He is the catalyst for that. He sees himself riding on a dragon with a flaming Excalibur. So he's like, I ain't taking it, dude. They get to this church, fast forward a little bit more, uh, and Nimue kills 
his dad and is like, pick up that sword or I'm going to kill your dad. And he's like, no. So she kills the dad and he picks up the sword and starts to bring about the apocalypse because it's in his nature. He can't help it. Uh, All the while, you find out that Daniel Dame King's character is actually a wear jaguar. Cheetah. Would you say that? It's a jaguar. I think it's a jaguar. Yeah. Uh, Wear a leopard. (laughs) Are they the same thing? Uh, anyway, uh, he, he fights for a bit, but you find out that he has this bullet that is like, I'm going to take out Hellboy if I need to. And he's like aiming it at him. And then Hellboy's like, nah, girl, and cuts her head off and breaks his horns and saves the day. So he's like a good guy no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, even though a lot of people died. He has a great little moment with his dad where he's like, I've always loved you, even though I've been kind of a dick. And he's like, okay. And then... Um, <laughs> Yeah. Then it fast forwards in time and they're a super badass strike team now, the three of them. With team shirts. With team shirts, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, they're investigating the society in like the Arctic. And they they, they defeat the society and they go up on this this, like tube thing. And the last moment of the movie is Abe Sapien's hand hitting the side of the glass. Mm -hmm. And then it ends. Good job. Well, ends once. Yeah. But that's all you really need to know for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil the credit scenes. Um, how'd that go? That was like a minute and a half, I think. Wow. I feel like you wow. under it a lot. I think it's like two minutes. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. it's good. I think it was like 10 minutes. Regardless, it's good. If it's 20 minutes, it's, it's still good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Uh, so yeah, Hellboy. Brief history. Hellboy, you know, is Dark Horse comic book, so it's not part of the MCU or DCEU, or as Ollie likes to call it. I'm kidding. <laughs> DCUE. DCUE. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not image comic, so, but the story is really singular. Uh, there's not like this, you know, crossover event, big thing. There is, you know, events with the BPRD by themselves or there are events with like Abe by themselves. And so like, this is a really rich universe in a sense. So it's really hard to compare it to other forms of media in terms of comic books. Yeah. Mm. But in terms of movies, everything's on a movie scale. Yeah. Now, right. The so, cool thing about Hellboy is it takes a lot of mythology and, and bases it and extrapolates it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and a lot of the, the reason why a lot of people like die hard Hellboy fans from the comic books, actually, they like as much as they liked Guillermo del Toro films, they were saying that's not there. That's not Hellboy. Hmm. Like it's a like the the Abe and the Sherman that and Hellboy, the three, and that's fine. But like a lot of the stories actually take place of like, hey, we're at this BPRD, Broom's always dead. And we got to go do something. And it's always like in a castle far away in Transylvania or like in Scotland. It's always yeah. away from society. Vampires, Loch Ness. And so a lot of people really, a lot of diehard Hellboy fans were really excited for that aspect of like, you know, seeing the wild hunt sequence, seeing like the tree and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when they compare that to Guillermo del Toro films, like, yeah, it has like the supernatural stuff. And, you know, there's no beating Guillermo del Toro's like monster design. Yeah. Although this yeah. came pretty close. Like, there's some yeah. really good fucking What I thought was design. interesting is that they, I was yeah. reading that they, the production design, they were trying to not be like Guillermo del Toro, but there were some that I was like, that almost looks straight out of well, like, yeah, apocalypse. Like, like a design scene. Well, I felt like standpoint. it was like almost like they were going away from del Toro a little bit and yeah. more to Hideo Kojima. Mm. Like some Silent Hill yeah, creepy I see that for yeah. sure. Which mm. I was like, I'm here for it. It's uh, like a love child. Because Baba Yaga scared the crap out <laughs> yeah. of me. Really? It was a guy, yeah. by the way. Yeah, like her, her the way body movements. Because they hired a, con- like just hired super a contortionist too. And her eyeball and her mouth is all... Anyways. Shout out to that contortionist. We'll, we'll talk about that later, by the um, way. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of people are really excited Wait, about this. I missed it. Um, Baba Yaga's chesticles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, talking a little bit about the production of this specifically, you know, Ron Perlman did have... Three. He was doing actually most of the leg work for three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's hands were tied at Legendary because he had to do Pacific Rim. 
Yeah. And he said the only way he could do Paci- he could only do Hellboy three is if he did Pacific Rim one, and it did really really well. Well, and it did. The unfortunate part is that they were slated to do it, and then the studio gave all control, took it away from Del Toro, and yeah. gave it to Mike Mignola and someone else, mm-hmm. and so Perlman walked because he's like, well, if Del Toro's not in charge, I'm not doing it. Oh, and so wow. then Doug Jones walked. And then it got put into production oh, wow. shelf. There's a, a really good Collider interview. Which is like camaraderie. I yeah. dig it. There's a really good Collider interview of showing how Ron Perlman, after that fact, was still trying to appeal to the studio. Yeah. And like getting everyone involved in all that stuff. And yeah, like it's really heartbreaking um, because he ultimately feels like it's his fault that it didn't co- go through. And by the time we're recording this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between outside those spectrums. Today, this is today is the day after Ron Perlman's birthday. Yeah. Oh. And so Happy birthday, like, Ron Perlman. We still love you for everything you you do and everything like that, but it's kind of like now we're talking about Hellboy. Um. So yeah, it's it, it's this later on got uh, strained through production as well, and more reports have come out for this film. Um, talking about that, going into the production of it, uh, this was distributed by Lionsgate. The first film was distributed by Universal. First one was distributed by Legendary. Mm-hmm. So. One franchise, three studios. Wow. Interesting. A little sad. Um, Neil Marshall was the director who did The Descent, which was like really big claim to fame. Doomsday, Centurion. Um, and later on did episodes for TV for like those hour-long Westworld Game of Thrones production. Now, this is the crazy thing. There are eight producers on this fucking movie. Wow. It's um, a lot to juggle. And this thing, it kind of, to me, it wow. told me the narrative. The it told me the narrative of like, yeah. there are three directors uh, in each camp, at least. So Lawrence Gordon, Lloyd Levin, and Mike Richardson uh, all did Hellboy 1 and 2 and the animated films. And then you have, uh, they have other films like Boogie Nights and The Mask, Time Cop, everything like that. And so they those all three worked on this film. Then you have Philip Westgren and Carl Hemp, who both of them have never produced a film. Mm. This is their first time producing a film. They've oh. had producing cap- capacities like UPM, which is like, a, it's like lower under the producer, but mm. not a full-blown it producer. Chuck- um, you got Matt O'Toole, Les Weldon, and Yarev Learn, who are all um, producers on The Expendables, and London Has Fallen, and Olympus Has Fallen. And those, to me, kind of showed me the aesthetic yeah. for this film. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. 100%. Um, whereas you had Lawrence Gordon, Lloyd Levin, Mike Richardson, who were like part of the old you know, cast, who were part of the old crew. So. The old gods. Yeah. Uh, screenplay, <laughs> Andrew, Cro- uh, Andrew Cosby, who did the haunted TV series Eureka and produced two guns. Hellboys, created by Mike Mignola. Uh, cast, uh, yeah, David. I heard that Mike Mignola also helped write the screenplay. Mm-hmm. I just wrote. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then David, yeah, Harbour. David Harbour did Stranger Things. My, I fell in love with him with Black Mass. Yes, dude. Um, the a little bit scene. of soy. Yeah, um, a little bit of Suicide bit Squad and The Newsroom. Mila Jovovich, who was in Fifth Element, uh, Resident Evil, Fourth mm. Kind, shout out to Scott Anopoulos. Uh Ian McShane, uh, I think that's like Josh is one of his favorites, uh, who's in Deadwood, Pirates of the Caribbean, Stranger Tides, John Wick, uh, Excommunicado. Yes, and Excommunicado. Kung Fu, and uh, Kung Fu Panda, <laughs> Sasha Deadwood, Lane, baby. who plays uh, Alice, uh, who's in American Honey, Miseducation of Cameron Post, and Heart Beats Loud. Um, Daniel D. Kim, who is in Lost, Hawaii Five-0, shout out mm-hmm. to Anthony Steves. Uh, the Cave. Also, uh, Saints Row. He's Saints. Johnny Gat in Saints oh. Row. Oh, uh, he's oh, also nice. in K-Town Cowboys, which is a YouTube series, and they made a movie, and uh, it's really funny. And he's also in Legend of Korra. Uh, and surprise Thomas, cameo by... Uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Is that a surprise cameo? I didn't know he was in it until the R-rated trailer. Oh, I know. What does yeah. he do? Thomas Hayden Church is the lobster. Oh, is that? He's from like Sideways and Tombstone and a bunch of stuff. And Spider-Man 3. Oh, yeah, he's in I know who... Yeah, it's kind of... And George of the Jungle. Uh, yes. The film's runtime is 121 minutes, so one minute over two hours. Released April 12, 2019. The budget was 50 million. The gross on Saturday was 4.8 million. 
Today so, it's at fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. So oh, it's no, at tomatoes. Wow. So it's at like what eight percent? Eight, eight million? Uh, sorry, no, no, just fifteen percent audience. Score oh, fifteen percent audience score and right. Uh, or fifteen percent critic score and Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and yeah. Six, oh, what is it made back? To, uh, twelve million to, as of today. Okay. Wow. And then oh. audience score was at sixty six percent. Wow. So the audience liked it more than the critics. Um, again, there's the schism and divisiveness of it we have. Yeah. But um, with that, it brings us into our actual conversation of the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Favorite parts. Subject. Uh, uh, I can start us unless yeah. someone else wanted to. Go for it. Uh, I was just going to say pretty much anything Mila Jovovich did on screen. I thought her acting mm. was fucking superb. Mm-hmm. She was super cool, like a really cool character. Yeah. Uh, she really committed to the craziness of it all, which I loved. Um my favorite part of hers is when she's sitting and watching TV yeah. in separate parts. Oh, yeah. um, I thought that was fucking awesome. Like breaking off a, a piece of the, the oh. thorn crown and throwing it was super cool. All yeah. of her powers were awesome. Like I said, I would watch if they were like, we have just a blood witch movie. I'd be like, yeah, sign mm-hmm. me up a hundred percent. I also, re- I mean, I got to give a shout out to Abe Sapien. He's my favorite Hellboy. <laughs> the one hand. Shout out to so like the 24 fact that, frames. So that the fact that they put that in there made me really happy. Not in a post credit scene, but like in the actual yeah. movie, getting to see the society that created him and stuff like that mm. made me really happy. Because uh, I was really sad that he wasn't in this. Like there was something very special about the dynamic between Hellboy and Abe Sapien. Seeing this like kind of brutish guy who's like, main thing is to just punch things. Mm-hmm. And then another guy who's like, it's rough kind of telepath and intelligent yeah. and like, yeah. Studies art and stuff, but they get along perfectly. And they get drunk together. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I had one other favorite part was uh, the Capricorn line. I'm a Capricorn. I don't think it really worked out. I'm a Capricorn and you're fucking crazy. <laughs> Even though he's, he's a Libra. Not, he's not. I was going to say he's not a Capricorn. And they actually play yeah. on that in the comics a little bit because he's always like human, demon. Well, yeah, he plays things. in between the both. Um, for me, my favorite parts were... Uh, I actually I love a lot of elements in this film. Like yeah. I liked the wild mm-hmm. hunt sequences. I like, like I like the idea of it. I liked his later on existential crisis of like, why did why we kill everything? Why didn't you kill me? Mm-hmm. Um, I like that yeah. dilemma yeah. he had. Um, I liked you know when he actually started to get to, into fights. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't hate. I love fucking full de- devil boy. Yeah. Like full on horns and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I think it's dope. The fire crown and stuff. Yeah. I liked um, that visual of him flying on that dragon. Like, I was going to say, cool. that's my, the one, tail one of my hits favorite parts. And it catches everything on fire Ooh. where the tail was. The way that he slides down. I was like, oh, hot yeah. more yes. ways than one. Um, yeah. I liked <laughs> the dragon. Yeah. I liked the, intro- not the introduction, but like the, the involvement of changelings yeah. with babies. Because I love, like, troll hunters, Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. pretty much a premise of the entire show, and also that wrestling scene. Wrestling was cool. I liked the wrestling I, was so actually, good. The wrestling scene didn't like amaze me. It was I mean, the, what happened at the end. Yeah, and that was like oh, that tied the whole thing so for me. It's very. I good. liked the let's see what's under your mask line and yeah. stuff like mm-hmm. that. But, um, um, yeah. I liked you know when he's the scorpion you know stings him and he says like you're just doing what you do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I like there's there's a lot of stuff in there and it's just like there's not a lot of breathing room between the two. Like I love the the parts with him and Alice. Like and I like, like how yeah. Daniel gets the gets the bullet, and then he finally says like it's a mistake. Like there are growth points, but it's just like yeah. you, you don't get to connect them all the time. And it's like okay, I know where this is gonna play, and it's like buttoned up. It's pretty well buttoned up. Yeah, like yeah. where Alice like discovers new powers, and then she gets involved in the BPRD. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then fucking Granny who needs an ID gets killed. So I'm like, yeah, you do. I really liked um, when Merlin crumbles to dust and oh my comes God. out as a moth. Yeah, and then the moth, moth gets, gets eaten, eaten by a hawk. <laughs> yeah, or whatever it was. 
gross. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, that was gross. so beautiful. Also, I really love when Alice to Daimyo is like, you should probably leave. This is like not going to be pretty. And he's like, oh, I'm tough. And then she like throws up the lady. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Turns all inside out. <laughs> I, actually, I actually really do like a lot of his interactions between other monsters. Like how it's very casual. Like mm. he knows Baba Yaga. He knows, like, and he doesn't like give oh, a lot Hellboy. of shit. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah. give a lot of shit to, to like yeah. Nimue and all that stuff. And so it's kind of like, this is a world that he's already lived in. Um, and I kind of like that that com- that comfortability. Yeah. So I also like yeah. how uncomfortable he got when he realized like Baba Yaga was serving him kids. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I love yeah. that because because yeah. it, it just showed right the scene before that of how like no maybe monsters can live with humans if we stop killing the monsters and then you show that Baba Yaga just kills mon- kills people kills kids yeah. and that's what yeah. kids. human kids. kids Baba Yaga and so it's kind of like his interjection is like completely destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, favorite- some can't be saved. <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite parts have already really been mentioned, uh, like bigger scope kind of things. Um, I visually really enjoyed a lot of the design about it. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the monsters were just, I thought, were a lot of fun. The sound design and the use of surround mixing were a lot of fun because there was one scene, like the scene when the, the crystal ball yeah. is oh, rolling. Yeah, the yeah. sound was actually moving around Behind the, you. Um, yeah. around the theater. And I was like, is that happening? And I had to be like, it is. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's moving around the room. This is awesome. Um, and then which made it much scarier too. yeah like there was a lot of the use of sound in different sections too where they were using the surround sound part of the mixing to mm. immerse you in kind of the the soundscape and also the feel mm-hmm. it felt real creepy due yep. to some of the, the sound mm. um, and then for me I am a sucker for a rock soundtrack I mean there was uh, there was soundtrack some music in there there was some Muse in there, which I'm a huge fan of Muse. Um, I just really loved the the soundtrack and the use of it in some of the scenes. Um, I agree. I thought that was a, did, really played well to that like metal kind of side of things. Was yeah. there any point that you felt when you watched it, the music was too loud? Um, actually, funny enough, uh, the, it I, I did not, but Bonnie and I walked out of the movie going, the music was not loud enough. Okay, so oh. I wa- my theater, I think, mm. is actually theater. messed up. Yeah. Say, well, we my, went to the Limley. I went to a Century. And okay. my thing was like I was like I can't hear what he's saying. Yeah. Oh uh, wow. And so I'm like, oh, I think yeah. my, that bad. I think my mix was messed up. And I was like, um, uh, I think they fixed ours partway through because it was really loud. Yeah. And then like five minutes in, it got to a normal. Well, yeah. level. There's a part where he's like screaming, and the music drowns out his his like. Yeah, that's not right. I was like, oh, that shouldn't no. happen. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> I'm not. And then for me, I was kind of like, I'm not gonna put it against the movie. The other yeah. thing I will say that I liked about this overall is that when you when I watched, not to compare in terms of what's better or best in terms of preference. Like Del Toro's were, I felt, though his designs are so kooky, it was smooth. Like, I'm going to go down to like even his horns. Mm -hmm. Like in the Del Toro versions, they're essentially smooth with some rough edges. This movie was rough, like all the way through. Gritty, heavy metal. It was was gritty. And I actually, I really, really enjoyed it. (laughs) Not saying that I preferred it. It was just like, it's cool to see something different. It was like, whoa, that was... Hardcore. Going to that, uh, going back to the horns, one of my favorite parts is when his dad, Broom, is shaving his horns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he gives him like a really nice I think talk. you're very good looking. Yeah, and I was like, oh. Thanks, but then dad. you see, it's just kind of like, Del Toro's, he has the fucking like, huge shaver. Sha- of this yeah. like, Sander. Sander. Yeah. And then yeah. he does it just with the little hand thing. I was yeah. like, okay, and then you get to see the little fucking, I'm like, cool, I get to see it. Yeah. Ali. Uh, for me, it was it was essentially Mila Jovovich's performance. Like, I'm a huge fan of hers, and uh, I think she nailed. I think she knocked yeah. it out of the park. She did the best with the 
with the material she was given. Which is nice. And, across the board, reviews have praised her performance, yeah. which I was really excited about. And because I think she deserved it. Yeah, and She's like badass as shit. I kind of it was weird. I kind of wanted her to to win. In a weird, like, <laughs> I was like, why do I want her to win? Well, because okay. she's but she's magnetoing into... it. She is mag- it's like all she wants is for demons to be free, yeah. essentially, because but she was really locked up sense. the entire time. Yeah, but that that bleeds into the next section. So, but but essentially, yeah, Mila Jovich. I think that was um, for me. Not only was my favorite part, but it's only with my experience that was only one of the only like real redeemable parts of the movie. I I will say with that whole thing, you know, your idea of like wanting her to win. I did like, and you guys have heard me say this on the show. I do like it when you get to see a little bit of the end of the world mm-hmm. because you get to see the consequence. Yeah. Right. If you just always prevent it, then it's like uh, the danger is never here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like who care? Who who gives a shit? Yeah. Um. So I think that I think that's perfect to use. I think that just happened too late in the film. Yeah. I think I think that's probably because I was thinking about it. And I was like, oh, because they don't really show her being bad yeah. ever until. The, like, very end. the first time they show her being bad is when she's hurting her own sisters. And I'm like, well, that was cool, yeah. by the way. Yeah. That, that, that ability contortion. just to... super yeah. OP. Loved it. Um, so I it, still can't get over the. Well, just speaking a little I bit know. about Mila Jovich, I want everyone, you know, Corey and I talked about it. I don't know if you guys seen it on social media, like how she's taken to the whole negative backlash with the film. Oh, what is she doing? She literally typed in, it's like, you can put all your life and energy and love into something, mm-hmm. and then it comes out, and you have to absorb all the hate. Dot dot dot. But that's showbiz. That's showbiz baby. Yeah, that's showbiz yep. baby. And that's like literally lots showbiz of baby. For Take someone, it on the chin. For someone who like uh has led the entire Resident Evil franchise to, through, you know, all Which of are the, fan favorites, but critically panned. Yeah. Not a lot of fans like him either. I did. I thought they're well, I mean there's really some fans, them. but like I like the first couple. A lot of a lot of those diehard Resident like Evil Joe fans Rich. are like, blah. Yeah. Um, it's like it's so cool to see that. And also like I just imagine the positivity she has going into Monster Hunter. Because I know a lot of people are already dreading that movie, and it's like, just give her a fucking yeah. break. Man. I I think she. I mean, say what you want about Resident Evil, they're not great films, quote unquote, great films, but they're fun, and she's great. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, the whole point of watching Resident Evil is to just watch Mila watch Jovovich be things. a badass for like an hour and a half. And yeah. sometimes the same reason I went to go see Aquaman, I wanted to see Jason Momoa do things. Yeah, and sometimes you see her in three D. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. But going into yeah. favorite characters and side characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's starting us off here? Um, Go I'm going to say uh, favorite side character is uh, Major Ben Daimyo. 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 I, I really dug him. I I wanted to see more of his story. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, next, like, honorable mention would be Alice. I really enjoyed. Favorite enjoyed main her. character? I mean, who, uh, who's the main I guess it would be, like, Hellboy and Nimue, if you had to pick one, I guess. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's hard with these titular. You don't have to. It's hard with these side characters. Is Nimue main main character? Just go character. Favorite character of the film. I was gonna say Nimue. Yeah. Favorite character of the film. Yeah. Nimue. I mean, it's Hellboy. Mine's Nimue. Yeah, it's Hellboy. I like Hellboy. I yeah. mean, he's a little fucking baby. I mean, thing. if I had to choose like gun to my head, I'd say Hellboy. Man, yeah. bo- boy, boy got some thickness compared to Ron Perlman. <laughs> oh my god, damn. Um, she could like save and stop save it. Us? Um, probably Nimue. Yeah. Just because cool she he, had so much. There was so much about her that I found interesting. Hellboy thicker than a Snickers. I'm just okay. saying. Anyway. Oh my god! <laughs> what does that even mean? So and you, you know, that you know was that sees. to qualms. Hungry? <laughs> Why wait? Corey's qualm oh, is Tom's boy. reaction yeah. to Hellboy's thickness levels. Um, I'll go first because I think I'm actually going to be like the nicest one about it all. Okay. Don't know <laughs> uh, huh? You don't know that? I know. Um, I again, like I said, there's a lot of elements I really liked in this film, but I, I to me feel like. What they were trying to do was just take a lot of stories from the comic, comic books that a lot of people liked and mm-hmm. then put them into a movie. 
And, you know, it's it feels like when you read it on paper of like, yeah, he comes from one mission, then goes to another mission. And in that mission, he finds out like he's the his origin and then like he's going to get killed or like he has to bring it upon the end of the world. And then his dad dies. X, Y, and Z. It's like, you know, this should play out. But like every single scene is like so not connected to the last scene. And it feels like it's connected to the scene before it. Mm, and yeah. so like with that, it kind of feels like that vignette feel, which I don't mind, but then some people say that does not make a good story. I right? felt it missed. Uh, it was missing like establishing shots and stuff that uh, I felt like it needed to. I, funny thing. I think it, I, it, I think it did too much. Yeah. Really? Because it shows him like flying on a plane into a car. We're and then it the also on thing. the screen. Is I, was, like, I was like, Jesus. Okay. Russo's. We get it <laughs> in space. Who gives a fuck? I was like, we're here. Like, and that was, I was thinking about that a lot. I was like, you just have him walk in, just have him walk in the Osiris Club. Just have him walk into this place. I don't need to see the building. And they have a lot of those, which is like, this is like filmmaking 101. It's like, yeah, you establish the establishing shot so you can have it in there. But like, I didn't need it because it was kind of jumpy to begin with. A lot of the times I was watching, it kind of felt like a sci-fi, like S-Y-F-Y film. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yes. Which isn't bad because fucking like uh, Pitch, Black, Four. Pitch, Pitch yeah. Black came from that. Yeah. Like, and that's a great film. And so this, it just kind of felt that way. Like it was shot in that sense where it's like just really fast paced. Here's a story and here you go. And it, I think it kind of relies a little bit on like the fact that like, we don't want an origin story because everyone in the world doesn't want an origin story apparently anymore. And I'm like, those are typically the best movies. Um, well, this movie like relies on it. So it's like, just do it then. Well, it's kind of like they, and, and I kind of, I told Corey this, I want, I felt like the true narrative of the film starts at the, the wild hunt. Yeah. Where he like, he finds out who he is and then he goes and gets betrayed. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like, how would I try to get all the stuff that happened beforehand and put it in? And yeah. it's like, again, I don't fucking care for uh, narration in the beginning. Like, here's what happened years ago in the rings and shit. But, um, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. I'm cool. Deep I'm cuts. I'm kidding. Oh, um, okay. But, um, and only, then, I think you only did that for the studio, right? 11 Academy uh, Awards. I think the studio wanted not that. Not that one. <laughs> but, uh, Sorry, eight Academy Awards. Not that one. First one, no. First one. Um, and then, like, I was kind of just thinking about it, like, because it's like, I just feel like almost like writing it, like I think there's, it's good. I think the writing is good somewhere, but then just how they rearrange it yeah. would have been a little it's bit It's like different. writing an essay and you're like, nah, I want that paragraph to go down here, this it's, one to go that's here, That's where I kind of felt like it's somewhere, like, uh, it's somewhere between the writer and the editor. Well, where I don't know if the editor just didn't have what he needed to work with or. I, so from what I've read online is actually there's a bunch of production issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, really? And a lot of this has been like, from the director, uh -huh. and then the lawyers of the of the producers are saying no. And again, I'm trying to draw a picture. Eight producers, it's a lot of fucking people just be like on one project. That's fifty yeah. million dollars. It's not even Avengers. It's no. not two hundred million dollar productions. Like, why are there eight producers? And it's like, here are the Hellboy guys. Here are the Lionsgate guys. That's what I felt like. Mm -hmm. And it's like the Lionsgate guys were like, we need to have this, and the Hellboy guys like, shut up. And it's uh. like, here are these two also producers who are like, whatever. It's like they also need to have credit too. Yeah, and it's like I don't know if they need to, um, but it's kind of like I felt like the 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 schism between the two because what happened was like they were arguing on small things like production design. Mm -hmm. Not they're not small, but like the tree with Nimoy, it was supposed to be asymmetrical, and then throughout the entire time it was symmetrical, then asymmetrical, then symmetrical. Yeah, and then it didn't get to the point where until they were in post where he just flipped it and made it asymmetrical, and it's stuff like that where it's like they. There, there were a just, lot of cooks in the kitchen yeah. where I was like, everybody's like, oh it's no, you put producers, that. Eight right? Six yeah. producers? Eight. Yeah. Eight. Eight yeah. producers. And it's like, it's crazy. But I mean. Of course that's going to happen. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, those are really my main things. It's like, I like a lot of elements. I just feel like if they were kind of placed differently, then I think it would have been nicer and better. Mm-hmm. Than. Yeah. But um, that's really, really. I'll go next because okay. I think I'm probably going to be a little bit nicer as well. <laughs> um, I'm going to be nicer than you. Guys, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. No. Paint everyone else's assholes. <laughs> but you're not assholes. That's not what I said. Well, I, I th- think that I, I thought you, Corey, I thought you said paint my asshole. And I was yeah, like, no. paint my asshole. No. Please paint Wait, my asshole. No is the answer. So go on. Uh, Josh. Go ahead. Kwame Kwams. I'll go next. Um, I think it's going to basically the way that I viewed it was um, I'm going to sound like old man manly here and old manly and forgive the pun as well. The gore. There were some points that I was just like, okay, you do not need to hit me over the head with it. I felt that too. Yeah. I felt like they're like, we want an R rating. And you're like, but don't take away from the story. And they're like, yeah. but we're going to have this guy's head ripped off. Just the skin. You're like, okay. The cool thing about uh, Silent Hill, they have a scene where Triangle Head literally picks up someone and twists their skin Isn't off. Isn't it Pyramid Head? Whatever it is. And it's terrifying Close because enough. it's the only instance of that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But to yeah. me, it became like a very like, A, I became very numb to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. B, it felt like trying really hard well i guess that there were some scenes that i was like let me be clear i don't mind gore yeah i really don't but there were some scenes like the final scene the final kind of apocalypse scene i was just like do it once you only need it once you can show me how intense it was during the the um the fight scene with the giants i was like i only need it once to understand that things are gonna get real Yeah. yeah like i just there were that's what I, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it's like show. I don't mind if it is in each of those scenes, but it was just like boom, boom, and I was like, yeah, I had to look away at some point. The only I reason like, I bring Whoa. that that face ripping one off is because like I think that's a strong image as far as yeah, war goes and definitely. terrifying. Yeah. If it wasn't followed, or I guess it was before or followed by someone getting ripped in half and then someone getting like put over a knife and skinned yeah. that way, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, once. Or twice is yeah. fine, but you showed me four instances in a row. You of know the what? Same thing. I love you about- saw people decapitated like four times in a row, and you're like, or ripped in half. I'm like, yeah. They just wanted wow. that R. They you know, wanted the R rating. Yeah. yeah. I loved about the face being ripped off, though. I loved it when the guy's like, ah. <laughs> so he like oh, touches God. his face. It just would have been stronger if it wasn't. I was actually I was what I'm looking for kind of the pre- less is more kind of thing. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I was actually thinking about it because it's like I think of God of War. Yeah. And we love that, that gore, but it's like it's unique gore yeah well, and every single one is unique every time you do it so and it's the, not one after another the gore that was actually scary to me was the thing with the needle legs that was walking oh, with people on, oh, on it god that was like picking up people oh, yeah. and one of the people was like alive and like dealing with the trauma of like i'm going to die there's no yeah. way to not die from this mm-hmm. like that was gore that was horrifying yeah but like gore peeling skin off and like like it's it sounds so funny that I'm so blase about like peeling your face off yeah. and like skinning someone alive on a knife like they they were the too thing. fantastical I, I liked all of them which is it funny. was just the amount yeah yeah, yeah it was yeah I, I was didn't have a problem the, with any the of point any I'm it. trying to yeah. say yeah. though is the that one instance of gore was actually scary the yeah. other ones were like funny yeah I don't mind that the gore. that was my issue where I was like am I supposed to laugh at this because I don't find it funny Right. And then am yeah. I supposed to be horrified, but you just made a joke or you well, just I mean, followed it with a joke so about kissing something? I guess the I thing, know. like for me, like I've told you guys before, um, I went through this stint where I was just renting a lot of horror movies. Yeah. 
and like Rob Zombie kind of ruined it for me. Thousand <laughs> or so of his corpse, House yeah. of a Thousand Corpses was Shout the out. end for me because Rob I don't Zombie, like it for when watching. you're just trying to show me creative ways to destroy the human body. Right. And I'm like, Gore yeah, porn. some of them were like, that was crazy, that was crazy cool. cool. That was fucking but awesome. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt about like the fourth or fifth Saw movie. I was kind of like, I'm okay. I'm uh, done. I'm not a fan of horror or gore or yeah. any of it. And I'm like, and it was weird. Like Deadpool, I don't have an issue with any of it. But for this, it, it went back to Deadpool's gory. No, it's clean hey, gory. It's violent, I would call it. A guy gets splattered against a highway sign. That's t- uh, okay. But uh, so I but think gore. I think you're yeah. having but the that's same like, issue that's that my I limit, do. Though. That is my absolute limit. It's real level of gore. Yeah, where I'm like, it was it was gross and mm-hmm. real but that one but just it used as a joke is what you were saying like you you yes. know that a guy spidering against a highway yes. sign is funny that's right. hilarious because he makes but jokes a guy on getting it. flopped against a knife and pulled right like, i'm is like that funny and it's well because i don't know if you guys noticed this but a lot of that is detached from hellboy where like it kind of happens around him yeah like yeah. they cut away to the apocalypse and well yeah because it's showing what's happening in the world yeah um it's showing what's happening like, or that. like not not this. super detached but like he's not involved with it it's not personal like the giant scene like he's not involved with any of that gore. Yeah, but it, it happened. Yeah, so that's why well, I was I mean, like, doesn't need to. Might be in I? Here? I'm I'm going to just make a suggestion. Might I say it's like it's a little removed from you yeah. because it's supposed to be a direct response of his action of taking the sword. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's yeah. what it's supposed to be. It's kind of I like get it. It's yeah, 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 yeah. I would say like this. Like I hate to draw like a, a weird random illusion. It's season two of Breaking Bad. Yeah, when like he sees the, the plane explode, it's not even happening to him. It's happening because of the effects that he's done that's caused all these things that happen that someone now crashed a plane. Mm. Like it doesn't even happen to him, but like that's literally the like indirect response. But did he of it. did he cause it or was it He caused it. Yeah. The moment he okay. grabs the sword, the end of the world starts because that's like the key. Yeah. yeah and that's what releases them all. Mm-hmm. And that's I guess, that's what he grabbed it uh, and he saw personally, it in the cave. That like while I understood it, I didn't know why it was happening. Like I knew that the 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 um like Excalibur was going to give him a lot of power and he could like use it as he wants, but I didn't understand why even holding it means because he was the fulfilling a prophecy. He so, was the, he was the, the prophecy. Well, I feel like Merlin wouldn't have wanted him to take it then. He well, he, he, he said you know. have to do whatever it takes to kill her. Yeah, and that's that was the thing. And then like that, technically he did what Merlin wanted. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he did take the sword because that's the only thing that could kill her. But if yeah. he had taken in Merlin's it, then, mind, then he's it the son a, of Arthur. He would have like been mind controlled. He, he's whatever. the Hellboy's the only one who saw the real prophecy, which yeah. is the "I'm going to bring about the end of the world" kind of yeah. thing. Right. And he's the key. He's the gateway. They play with that in the first, first one. First one, uh, Del Toro one does the same thing. Well, and then they they use. Anyways, it's not, uh, it's not um, my last. Uh, I have some, but it sounds like based on previous conversations, we some of us share those same ones. Yeah. So I'm going to bring it in. Let those people yeah, yeah. talk about that. One other one that I had was. It was the revealing. Okay, so there was this like dramatic scene with Merlin and the Excalibur sword coming out of this, and he's yeah. like, oh, "I used all the last of my power to bring it here." You fool! And then it's under the church that they happen to be at, and I'm yeah. like, yeah. "Okay, you didn't yeah. sacrifice yourself, bro." Well, he could have yeah. just said, "It's over here." So Merlin, yeah, Merlin died for nothing. Sort of. Well, he sort died of. for our sins. Because he didn't know where it was either. No, I know. It was just kind of one of those things. He just like, could channel wherever yeah, it was. It happened world. like five minutes later that I was like. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I well, see that. One of these scenes doesn't belong or yeah. is unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They had, but, to, get, um, they had to get her poison somehow. There. Although I did like that. Like, should we be concerned with where that thing is going? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <this> <laughs> <little> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, was that Daimyo? No. Yeah. Do you have any more? Um, Besides the gore? I, d- I did feel that the story, like the vignettes aspect was, I mean, we've already kind of talked about it a little bit, but I felt like it was kind of clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, Disjointed a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. We already talked about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. That's, wow. the experience from That's you. good. Yeah, it, it did. I mean, not enough in to... such a way where I hated it. But so I want to under—I want to understand it because I've heard it in this group, oh. and now I'm hearing it again. I don't understand the disjointed. It felt like a through line for me. Because so so I want to understand it because I've heard it not just. Well, from it's this like group, what Tom was saying. Like so, like yeah. the Wild Hunt is a comic on its own. Yeah, and so it felt like they were trying to make as many big plot points in the Hellboy universe into yeah. into one movie, and it felt very like now we're yeah. in the forest, now we're in oh, the. Okay. Meanwhile, I thought yeah, that, and then this, and then this, and now yeah. they're fighting zombies, and now. They're in Merlin's cave, and now they're in King Arthur's okay. castle. Right. Okay. So there like, are just so many stories can, happening well, all can, at once. Can I make yeah. a, uh, and the, Corey will like this. And each scene goes. I'll make a, a, a parallel to Two Towers. Yeah. Um, and I think the way that they did it well, but it's something that I talked about. And I said, the part where uh, Took and Boy, whatever, are walking on, or are sitting on end. Mary and Pippin. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Took it's, and Boy. And it's just like this scene, then that scene, then back to the end scene, then back to this scene, then back to that. But the thing is, I probably can guarantee, like, I'll bet 90% of my whole body that those scenes. <laughs> of my whole body. Yeah, I get it. 90% body. of your whole body. 90%. My whole body that those, those end scenes are longer than any of the other scenes. Yeah. In Hellboy. And it's because. And, People call that the breathing room, and people call it like they they in a broad stroke way. Where it's like each scene is so fast paced, and that they're very starkly different from the last scene, and that's yeah. why people say it's like a vignette. A lot of people call that with Batman versus Superman. Yeah, even though a lot of sequences are smaller or a lot bigger. And in the Ultimate Cut, you don't get that. Yeah. Um. So it's just kind of like that, where it's like we're here, here, here. But the thing is, Hellboy's in every scene mostly, other than mm-hmm. with Nimoy. Yeah. And that's why it's like he's here now, he's here now, he's here now, he's here now, he's here. But with Two towers. It's like we're following two storylines. Okay. And then some people. Okay, I get def- that. Some yeah. people will defend the two towers because it's like, well, it's expanding the universe, and yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Um. Well, this one's like, here's one storyline, and like, yeah. it's a mainly a fight scene. Yeah. But I love the fucking change. I understand now. Yeah. It was yeah. like I was like, am I missing something? No. But no, no, no. The, 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 you guys explaining it makes sense. Corey, uh, Ali, Ali, go ahead. Um, my if I had to if I have to like bring this down to like a couple. Um, because I have a very long way to bring. I'm kidding. (laughs) Go ahead. Hey, I'm kidding. I gotta keep it real. Yeah. Uh, my biggest problem with this is the plot. Is 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 that I found a lot of. It felt like two or three different movies, like we've talked about. But to me, the plot specifically had. I feel like it had. I don't want to call them plot holes, but like weird, like logical paradoxes. Logic gaps. Logic gaps. Yeah. Yeah. Where. Like, for instance, the hunt, right? It's like, okay, we, we summoned you from America or wherever you are to uh, help us kill three giants because three giants is way different than two giants for whatever reason. Uh, and then it turns out that they're Hunting betraying him. him, right? And it's like, cool twist. Awesome. Yeah. You you pulled him out of here. You're going to you're gonna, bring, uh, him, in the bring him in. You monologued, which is like, why? Okay, you're convincing him to come on to the hunt or whatever. You're yeah. showing your good faith. And then there are three giants. Yeah. It's like, why are there? Handle the three giants to, first. No. You, why are there giants at all? Like you're, it's, you're tricking him to come to England to take him to a hunt, quote unquote. Well, I think it's because. To kill him. I, to me, I think it's because giants are always there. But it's, it's like, yeah, it's like well, happened to be there's still there's, three giants. If there's three giants, why on earth would you risk. Both. Risk your mission. Yeah. That you've never done three giants before to sidetrack and, and to kill Hellboy. So like 
that really bothered me while I was watching it. Cause like, as soon as that guy got punched or whatever it was, I was like, wait, there's actually giants. Yeah. The what only kind of part, plan is the that? only part about that, that bugged me, I can get behind, like there's always giants there and they didn't actually like, Oh shit. There's actually three giants. Like there's been plenty of times where I'll call something in like a sports game or a movie and I go, Oh shit, it actually happened. Yeah. Okay. So I can get by that. But the fact is that the SWAT came from the front of where 10 people were looking, meaning that the giant oh, guys yeah. from the front. Yeah. That's, so it's so like, how did how you did not the see 10 that? people who are very good at hunting giants not see the giant come from right in front of you yeah. behind the guy yeah. you're looking at and killing? Mm-hmm. That was the only part I can give. If it came behind them, dope. But the swing comes from the front mm-hmm. and smacks him out of the way. So, so that was oh. just one example. There's a few other ones, but um, that like uh, essentially, I didn't like how the. I really actually one thing I didn't mention. I really liked the boar. Demon, oh, the yeah, changeling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved yeah. his, I loved him and his accent. And Garsh Kamel, Garsh Kamel, whatever was, his name was. <laughs> I really enjoyed watching him, but his plan was a little Gruga. strange to Thank me you. because <laughs> close. unless he didn't know Gargamel's from that this would happen, <laughs> but he goes and gets the Blood Queen together, uh-huh. and then uh, so his plan from Baba Yaga is to hey reinstate the Blood Queen so you can you know destroy the full potential. You want you want revenge because Hellboy didn't let you have a childhood or whatever with humans. Yeah. But your revenge is to destroy the earth and then unleash the Blood Queen and make him king of the earth. Yeah. Okay. Well, he didn't want it. <laughs> he, he wanted to kill Hellboy. That she switches it on him. I don't think he what even he, knew about that. I think but, he put her back together because she is. He assumed he, the whole well, promise. He made a promise to Baba Yaga. He made a promise to Baba Yaga, but he the, the all the queen ever told him was that I'll restore you to your full potential, which was that huge fucking. <laughs> he he never knew about her and Hellboy having a. Fight so that's what I was saying. Until so, way later, she um, tricked him. But, but aside yeah, from that, like aside from the plot stuff, uh, it was just the tonal things that I really had a problem with. Like the tone is kind of like, like the Baba Yaga scene. I love the design of that character and like and the, the dinner. Like, yeah, it was creepy and scary. And I was like, this is the stuff I can get behind. This is the horror elements that like I kind of enjoy. Yeah, um, yeah, like that stuff. Oh yeah. But then like it's lighthearted. You're making jokes, <laughs> and then there's a kid's finger and there's kids on meat, ho- meat hooks behind you. Yeah. And I'm supposed to continue my laughing, maybe. And then like right after it, he she slobbers on him and that's hilarious and yeah. gross. And I'm like, what yeah. am I I don't know what I'm supposed to feel right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, a lot of things. I mean, for me So I was just frustrated. It yeah. is like if one word describing this movie for me is frustration. Yeah. I think I don't know, this is kind of me, and like maybe it's because I'm a little desensitized from like gore and stuff like that. Like this is kind of the world that it's in. Yeah. And, like Fucked up things happen all the time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel like I wasn't laughing at all mainly yeah. throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, but then it's like everything's just decrepit. Everything's garbage and ugly. And so like watching mm. this, it's like I got more of the dramatic sense of it instead of mm-hmm. like a like liking her character. Mm. Kayla. Yeah. So I forgot about kind of a big qualm on my end, and it's the prosthetics. They yeah. really bothered me a lot. All of them? Most all, yeah. Like, you have a specific you want to say? Um, so Hellboy's face was really static. And there was a time where, again, I know I notice a lot of very tiny things. But when I notice them, it's really hard to unsee them. I wonder if you're so, going to say the one that I'm thinking of. Go ahead. He falls on the ground and his horn hits the ground. And like his horn moves separate from his skin. So it like complete from that moment on, I was like, his face is really stiff. And then I noticed it's not that there were seams like the makeup was really well done, but it was just too solid. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, for me, that was one of my qualms, is that David Harbour's makeup, I mm. think, took away from his performance. I think and it it's the too. reason they spent like six months or something doing test makeup on Jim Carrey for The Grinch, because it's like, 
you hire Jim Carrey, the one thing you don't want to do is paralyze his face. face. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think David Harbour does a lot of acting through his eyes and his face. Right. And due to the brow that they gave Hellboy, you lose a lot of that. You lose a lot of his yeah. eyes. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, well, it's also, hard to... you barely can understand what he's saying. Right. Yeah. And the I ADR had issue the first... matching. I was like... The first two minutes, I had trouble understanding what he was telling, like, my ears adjusted. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to compare, like you said, to Del Toro, who's like, that's his thing. It's a, he's yeah. a master of creating cre- and hires the best people want to work with Good him. Good luck trying to be The it. nice thing that they did about Ron Perlman is they gave him a small brow, yeah. but they made sure you could see his eyes. Yeah. They made the him a lot more time. ape-like. And you gave, they he's gave already him the, got this face, though, for it, too. But they gave him the big teeth, No too. disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect. Hey, it's a great face. <laughs> so, does, I mean, so does David Harbour. Someone did. There's a fan mock-up out there I'll, I'll send out. And it's, Was it Ironhead Studio? No. <laughs> but it looks great. They use a picture of David Harbour, and they paint over it paint of over. how oh, they would do Hellboy. And it looks... Like, if they left his eyes, I think was the big thing mm-hmm. for me, is I couldn't see his eyes. There was also something around his mouth where, yeah. like... Well, they had to add that chin. They had Well, they had to add the chin, but there was something like... It's almost like his lips weren't the the, the color of the inside of his mouth sometimes didn't match, like, mm. well yeah. enough. And no. that was another thing they that kind of They hide that a lot with me. Ron Perlman's because you just give him, like, giant veneers. Yeah. The big thing right. I noticed was his Which beard he has being in the uneven. On He's got big old... The different sides of his face. What happened? His beard is uneven on the two sides of his face. Which, I mean, that could be a choice. That it could be a choice. I, I, I an obnoxious one. Yeah. But I mean, a he's, he's I shave a messy, unevenly yeah. a lot. And but, and the other yeah. <laughs> prosthetic that really bothered me. A Fifty million dollar movie, you'd think. Yeah. Baba Yaga. Okay. The the face was great. The face was gross, and the contortion stuff was really cool and everything. But the boobies. The boobies, actually. Well, to me, that's the one thing I was like, oh, my God. Well, they don't move. Right. And it's like, honestly, Ugh. honestly, it would have been far more terrifying if they did. I was, I was so I thought about it. And there's a there's mm-hmm. a continuity error. OK, Because like if she moved, you could tell that her shirt would come undone. Well, it's a it's a guy under there. Yeah. Whatever. But the character. Right. And yeah. then the, the 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 cut they make to it is that the dress is over her, 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 her chest. And I'm like, that's fine. Well, you save me, save me some old booby. I'm, cool. I'm yeah. cool with it. But, but like, if they are going to be the like, service. these boobs are really saggy because she's an old hag, whatever. When she does the back bend and starts fighting like that, they should be up under Jumbling. her chin and moving all of the time. That's like such a silly oh. thing to be upset about. But yeah. they but should be everywhere. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The, the, the way the fabric moves and everything was like cool and added to all of the movements and the, yeah. the peg legs Some Voldo and the, type the, shit. The, all of that stuff. <laughs> but to, to me, the extra like weird skin movement would have been actually terrifying to yeah. me. But the moment she was like, a saggy perky while that was happening well, I was cement. like we could probably put some swastikas no, on no, nice no, bags no. of sand <laughs> nice I, bags of Ollie, sand that never say? move I was gonna say am I the only one who finds crab walking comedic I did too actually I do but it also scares me at the same time I feel I think, like it's like uh, I was thinking about this and I was like I think it's like cilantro you know how like half the people think cilantro tastes, <laughs> tastes like, like soap because like yeah. it yeah. does taste really like soap good. because of their taste receptors yeah. it's not a it's not a preference thing like it's actual like scientific so I think this is like that where it's like I think it's scary because I've seen it in like trailers for other horror movies. Well, I was gonna say, but like I was gonna say because I think I want to pull to Ryan Drummond episode where we talked about Exorcist. I was yeah. just you gonna bring that up. That's the reason it scares me. And you and like again, you're kind of saying like you never watched a lot of horror movies and all that stuff like right. that. I think that's where it really came to be. But then people started using it to like make fun of Lindsay Lohan and Amanda Bynes. <laughs> yeah, and mm. that's why I find I a comedic that. sense to it too, because there's a lot of cutaways where it's like, "Hi, my name's Lindsay Lohan." It's like I get it, but it's like. To me, crab walking the way it's if it's done really well, like with like limbs twisting around, like, it's like really like good. Like he did, he was able to keep his back feet 
and legs, like his knees pointed to the ceiling, but twist his front half around and crawl. And that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, Because his out. two halves are different. But mm. to this point, I'll say, this is not the scariest of all so the So like, that feels like less efficient if you're trying to rush him with, with like <laughs> knives. Yeah. Just run at him. I don't know. Um, I'll do mine. I'll jump in on mine. I just have a few. We need the last one to go, so go ahead. Uh, for me, as much as I liked his character, I feel like uh, Daniel Day Kim's character wasn't necessary in this story. I think it would have been a much stronger story if they focused on the Emily and Hellboy bond. Alice. Mm-hmm. I know. Every time. <laughs> Emily, Alice. It was Emily in Wonderland. Yeah. Well, he's reading. Anyway, he's reading uh, through Alice the looking glass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. So, uh, but I just, uh, like, it's really cool. Like, a fucking were jaguar is the coolest thing. And I think it would be a really strong character in the second film who, like, it, he doesn't like Hellboy because of all the shit Hellboy caused. Mm-hmm. And he There's doesn't a trust him. Yeah. Not just right off the bat, I hate you because I'm a monster, but I hate you because you killed half of London. Even everyone says you're a good guy and you killed the witch. Yeah. I still don't trust you. And then he could have that arc throughout the second film without bloating this one because you're learning about three other people. I will yeah, say shout out for that. a sexy Asian man. I, like I to, love Daniel I like to see him too. Yeah. I like to see him, but, but yeah, I, just I agree with... Putting us back on the map. You're already doing Hellboy's origin story. You're doing... Uh, Emily's Hellboy story. Alice. 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 Alice's Hellboy story. <laughs> Nimway. Uh, and and you're doing the BPRDs. You're doing Nimway's origin story. You're doing Gargamel's origin story. It was just too too yeah. many. And like yeah. he didn't really, unfortunately, he didn't really like save the day either. He didn't do much. He like in this. transformed and then he got immediately like right because out. they had to make room for Hellboy to save the way and for Alice to save the way. Yeah. So for me, I feel like maybe we could have cut that out and spent more time on Nimway. More time on Alice Broom. and more time on on Broom and Hellboy. Um, Move some of that CG budget. The to makeup was distracting to me. Parts. Um, I think uh, the big issue I had with the heart of the story is the relationship between Hellboy and his dad. Um, when he died, I didn't really feel upset because most of the film they fight. The nice thing about, and I'm going to compare it because it's Hellboy, mm-hmm. uh, Del Toro's movie is that they really built that bond between Broom and Hellboy. And like he was still using him as a weapon. R.I.P but he really thought he was doing the right thing and he would Mm. teach him lessons and read him stories and, and still raise him because he knew I have to make this guy good. Otherwise the world ends. Mm -hmm. So when he does die in the Del Toro film, I remember being devastated. And that scene between, uh, Abe Sapien and Hellboy, like it's just for me, I didn't feel that when he died and the CGI really butted heads a lot. So yeah. So when he he died, I didn't, I mean like I still felt sad because of course it's his dad, but like most of the time you get that loving thing when he's dead, when it doesn't matter. Yeah. And you're like, well, I wish I had that before he died. Uh, the CGI at that point bugged me. Uh, and same with the other lady. I did like that power though. I loved the power. But like, you could have. What if they <laughs> made the cool whole power. thing CG instead of green screening at the floating head? Marvel does it all the time with Iron Man. The head looks like it's doing this. To mm-hmm. quote Bonnie, it looked like uh, early Harry Potter movies. Yeah, like the ghosts and the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was it was pretty distracting for this heartfelt scene. I kept going. He's in front of green screen. He's yeah, no, yeah. oh, he's wearing um, a green screen. The <laughs> last the last thing I'll say is that I think uh, some the reason I like the Del Toro movies so well is that he builds a really well lived in world without having to put in exposition for everything. So my my qualm to summarize it was, I feel like this film spent too much time explaining why each character hated Hellboy, as opposed to just explaining who they are through natural dialogue. Like, what if with Baba Yaga, like, I didn't need to know why 
she lost the eye, upset about it, that kind of thing. I didn't need the exposition beforehand. It could have happened within the scene of him being there. Mm. If he saw that, maybe he saw the kids and he's like, do I, do I really have to take your other eye kind of thing? Like, yeah. Del Toro mm. was really yeah. good about that. And I'm going to point to the second one where yeah. he goes to the fairy uh, the market. Goblin, the goblin. goblin market. Troll market. Yeah, sorry, troll market. And <laughs> through the through the dialogue, you find out that like he's used to being here. Everyone kind of knows him. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I want to pull I from liked... the same movie, but the thing is more like when Jeffrey Tambor's character is like, we're going to get someone from Washington who's going to come in. And then it already immediately shows conflict between Krauss and yeah. Hellboy. Yeah, because right. you know that Jeffrey Tambor likes him. There was a lot of... Um, there was a lot of tell, not show. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I yes, think that's, that's the way to And do I it. think that's part of why I, I didn't, I wasn't afraid, afraid of uh, Mila Jovovich's character. Yeah. So I was like, you're telling me, you told me in the first like 30 seconds of the dialogue of the movie that she's bad. Which I thought was too quick, by the way. And, I, and that was like it, really. Which, um, what if you know, the gory parts and all that, blah, 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 whatever happened, what if she was the cause of it? Then yeah. you're like, oh, she's not. That's my, different. My yeah. point yeah. to that qualm is that they could have, taken out a lot of that, taken out Daniel Day Kim's character and left room for more focus because I think it's a really cool concept to take the Arthurian story and yeah. turn it on its head. Yeah. Like it's still the story of a destined king pulling a sword from the stone. So the only difference here is that his pulling the sword from the stone doesn't save the day. It ends the world. I'm curious what you think of this. I went in not knowing that part of the storyline. Like I don't think, I didn't know that was part of the Hellboy lore. Uh, the Arthurian part. It's not? It's not. Okay. His mom's a witch. Uh, but like his, mom's felt, a witch and her, his dad's a, a demon. It's not even like Satan. The the no. the comparative I'm going to draw here between the exposite show don't tell is like Constantine. The comics and the movie and the TV show do a really good job of him like calling on a cult, like demons and stuff, mm -hmm. and they already have a relationship. Yeah. Mm. Well, like what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to call this one like guy. Like, what Gabriel. if he summoned Baba Yaga? Because he had to ask. He knew what he had to do to summon Bobby Yaga. Because mm -hmm. he's established at this point. It's not his first day on the job. He's already been with the BPRD. He had a best friend that they'd go drinking with after missions. He knows what he's doing. And he acted really scared when it was happening. Yeah. Weird. Well, um, and then really one thing that happened in Keanu Reeves' movie when he summons the devil, he just cuts his wrists. And you're like, what is he doing? Oh. Yeah. So like that kind of, I wanted more of that, I well, think. Well, and they do that really well in the first Hellboy movie. When he like opens up the fucking coffin and he says, "How about some from Saint Dionysus?" Yeah, and he bring he necromances the the the, the fucking hangman back. Yeah, yeah. so Eisen. just I wanted more of the show like live in the world. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Don't explain it to us. Just Don't live in it and let us follow along. Don't slap me in the face. Yeah, with the, uh, exposition. I think that was the biggest thing. It's very interesting because like I would say like I feel like a lot of yeah. it is for like the visuals of for the comic book fans. But then the way the story is written is for a lot of people who like apparently don't know anything about supernatural things mm. at all. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like it's written very like explanatory. So my I mean, keeping in mind that, of course, reviewing a movie is hindsight's twenty twenty, and making a movie is really hard. My fixes to to what I think would have fixed the movie for me is cut a lot of the fat of exposition, mm -hmm. focus more on the relationship between Hellboy and his dad and Hellboy and Alice focus more on the growth of Nimue. I also, I mean, as much as I liked Gergish Magamel, I, I didn't need him. What was his name? Uh, 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 it's, uh, gr what the fuck? I just had it. It's oh. Garugak. I, I didn't need him either. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't need his, his story uh, on why every single mythical creature hates Hellboy. Yeah. Um, I get that. So if I, you cut those down, focus on the Arthurian, the dad, Alice, and Nimue, and that's it. I think it yeah. could have been a more cohesive story. I would have actually done no Nimue and an only a Gurugak story. Oh. Because it's a revenge story. But I, I... I But I know, we're just talking about different Yeah, things. I just... 
Didn't like him. Yeah, I like him. I liked um, him too. I liked Nimue way more. Rating? Sure. Yeah. So we're Ali and I are last. And Caitlin and Josh are first. No, no Josh I has have, one. So one. it's you and Caitlin. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. Reverse alphabetical. Uh, okay. okay. So it's me first then. Uh, mine's three. Just three. Yeah. Just three. Just a three. Caitlin? Mine's a 3.8. Okay. Joshua? 3.5. Ollie. Should we end this now? Um, I'm going to stick with my guns. So I have 1.9 in my book. 1.9? Wow. Mine is a three. Three. I was right. Yeah. Kaylin. I was right too. Yeah. Wow. I wasn't. Was Ollie's the grump of the week. Oh, Ollie I had, continues to have Like my, I said, I have a I have a list of uh, grumps that I could spend equally as much time on each. Stripes. Or, yeah. Stripes. Um, DJ Grumps. grumps? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, this catchphrase is just, and, I'm not wearing hockey pants. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wait, that's my catchphrase. Oh. But, but I won't get into, but yeah. Yeah. I think I think there was a lot of room for improvement. Uh, ultimately, will if there's a second one, will I see it? I think if they focus up the, the story and don't try to do too much and focus yeah. on one one storyline and they bring Abe in, I'm, I'm in. I'm going to watch it no matter what. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just hope that. It gets made. Well, yeah, I just hope it gets made because I think stories need to continue to be made. Yeah, I hope. I hope so. I hope overseas helps them. I think they we'll could see. cut a, a lot of the comedy, and I'd be a lot happier too. I didn't like the phone bit. No, it was yeah. Oh, and <laughs> like he like his arm. He never uses arm in a meaningful way. Oh yeah, because he big arm. So I mean, in the comic books, in in the Game of Thrones movies, he made a really big fucking deal. Because yeah. the first time he broke his phone, I was like that arm. Okay, but then he breaks it with his other hand too. Because like, he's just super strong, which yeah. I, I liked. Yeah, I yeah. Was but oh. also the phone stuff. There was some bad like. He's on the phone call and it says accept and decline, but he's on the phone call. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> well, so? no, you were just going to say about the comic books that they don't the make a big deal about really his hand. Like, big they deal. don't even know what it is and for a very long time. It's and, just oh, okay. strong. Just strong. Well, no, it's like uh, his dad like, w- like wanted to protect him and then like uh, scientists in hell or some shit or other demons that found out about like him having a baby and all this stuff chopped the hand off and put, put a rock hand on it. Mm-hmm. And like that's the big thing. He was never born with the rock hand. And like he was born like 1600s, not in yeah. like seven, whatever. Yeah, 1945. Yeah, not in the fucking World War II area. Um, wow. Yeah. So that's that. Ali's the Grump. Yeah. Ali is the, the Grump. grump. You did At it. Me. At me. <laughs> At me, Grump Brown. No. Here's your flaming crown with the whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> crown. I don't want that. Here's your Excalibur. I'll take the Thorn Crown, though. Nice. You really? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, Thorn Crown. Pretty solid crown. I'll be, I'll be your king. Yeah. There you go. Sing us out, Josh. Yes, to everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. Um, why don't reach out to us and let us know how you felt about Hellboy? DM, DM us. You can social media us. Uh, He's I'll, breaking glass ceilings over there. There you go. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah, that's fist that's through what the that is. DMs. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I don't even understand that. Danny um, Rand, Iron Fister. But yeah, reach out to us. You can. Uh, another thing that is new with Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that's new with Nerd so On. No, this is fun. Iron Fister. Oh, I'm so sorry. I wasn't ready for that. Magic Power from <laughs> I just wasn't. Magic Power from Cunning Ling Lone. It just wasn't. Wow. Ready. Okay. So, new thing with Nerd On. We are having a new show called the Nerd yes. On Update. Yep. And you can send us questions about Iron Fister. Ah, please don't. Or anything else, really. <laughs> about anything, anything, else. Anything, else. anything else. Anything else but that, please. Um, but you will send them to questions at nerdon.tv. Or if you're in Patreon, you can comment on one of the many posts. 
You can send us questions on any form of social media. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah. You could fist into our DMs. Insta. Do it. Please. Okay. Um, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for um, subscribing to us. We love it. Uh, you can check us out at nerdon.tv. That is our website. All of the, the linky links are there, all of our social media. It's got the goods. It's got the goods. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a newsletter you can sign up for. We have another show, uh, Trope Time, that is hosted by our friends Nikki and Izzy. That yep. is the first Monday of every month. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Also, check out our Facebook. Give us a like because we'll get a, we'll do a Facebook Live uh, event sometime soon. Soon. Yes. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, be sure to stop by and rate and review and share with your friends and family. We really appreciate it. But again, thank you. That's the biggest thing that I'm trying to say through this whole spiel. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but on that, you know the drill. As always, Nerd On! Broadcast.